So usually when we do this, yeah. I like to start with a little preamble where mm-hmm. we're just talking and it goes into it. Don't want to do that. Don't want to do nothing fun for this episode. Okay. Well, I have something a little fun. Ah, <sighs> fine. What? What is? What that? do you remember happening in Halloween Five in chronological order? Halloween Five. Yes. Which is called. It's called Halloween Five. Don't cheat. There, I have them all pulled up right oh, here. Oh, you the fucking of Michael asshole. Myers. Are we not going to talk about four? Or did you forget? We did that four we and the other one. Did we? Yeah. I thought we watched. We did two, three, and four. We did two, three, and four? Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll close out the Wikipedia page for four. <laughs> so we're talking five, six, seven, eight. You want to break the Rob Zombies off? Break them off? Let's see how long this goes for. Yeah, I'm going to say. We can break them in case of emergency, because I, I have a feeling this is going to be a 17-minute podcast. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, we did four last time, right? Two, three, four. Okay, yeah, I right? believe you. I'm sorry. I, I thought I forgot for a second. I'm sorry. But did, am I wrong? Is what I'm saying. No, am I, I wrong? don't think so. You're you're jogging my memory. I, I could look did. at I could look at my little journal. You could look at your little journal. I could look at the files literally right in front of me. Um, what do the files say? Gonna be a lot of clicking in this episode. Um, actually, I don't know if I can open that while still having this. Yeah, exactly. Thing going open. Um. No, I remember now the way I, I named it. We watched, we did four. Okay. So anyways, what do you remember chronologically speaking of Halloween 5? This one, I like a little bit. Halloween 5? Oh, because it's so bad. Oh, they're all pretty bad. No, this one's... So, well, the next one, the, the six is... Six, seven, and eight are all three movies that are like bleak bad like oh god okay here this is what this I'll... is one that's bad in a way where you're like wow i can't uh, i want you to tell me what you remember and then i'm gonna tell you why i think it's a fun movie i'm gonna tell you the plot of halloween 5 start to finish from what i remember okay better not be from wikipedia your brain not... your brain from my brain 110 percent Eating Soup Alone is a podcast hosted by me, Christopher Crumlin, and co-hosted by Nicholas Johnson. We try our best to ramble incoherently about a handful of movies at least once a week. This movie starts, and you're like, okay, last one ended with her killing her sister, right? Yeah. Stepmom, maybe. And this one starts, and it's like, psych, mm-hmm. she didn't do that shit. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, I guess it was a dream or whatever. And they're yeah. like, okay, no, double psych, she did that shit, but <laughs> she didn't mean it, so she's just in this hospital. Yeah. Uh, and she can't talk no more, so she, like, uh, uh, writes it on a chalkboard, and also we're just zapping her brain with electricity just night yeah. and day. Great idea. Great idea. Um, and then her sister, who's not dead, shows up. She's like, hey, how are you? And she's like, <laughs> she doesn't talk. Uh, and her friend, her sister's friend, shows up with a dog. Uh, and Doctor Loomis uh, pops in out of the side while they're electrocuting her brain. He's like, "Hey, you gotta stop this shit," or something like that. He's got a problem with something going on because he's Doctor Loomis. Like, Doctor Loomis, would you get the fuck out of here? You haven't been a doctor in twelve years. I made that part up. I yeah, that's my own headcanon that Doctor Loomis hasn't been a doctor in a very long yeah. time. Um, and then she's just kind of living her life. Um, Michael Myers, is this the one where he meets the old farm man? Yes. Yeah, okay, Michael Myers, after getting shot in four, meets the old farm man. 
and we cut to a year later, I think that's the first thing that happens. Um, and this is where me and you made a pitch for an even better Halloween movie, where it's a year later, and he's working for this man. This man walks outside to his farm, and he goes, uh, morning to you, Michael. And Michael's got overalls and a big sun hat on, and he's <laughs> just raking or whatever. And then someone comes and kills that guy, and then Michael has to go get revenge for him. Better movie. We'll talk about that later. We probably won't. Um, and I don't know. Michael starts making his way to this little girl again, just like Halloween 4. Sis- sister dies? Sister gets stabbed? Perhaps eventually, I think. I don't remember. And then friend gets stabbed in the same house. Michael's just kind of hanging out in this house for a while. Uh, and every time he's killing somebody, uh, little, little Jamie starts shaking, and they're like, oh, we get to zap her brain again. Uh, she starts talking for some reason. I don't remember. Um, and it all leads up to her getting chased by Michael Myers in a car. Michael Myers in the car, not her. Oh, there's a Halloween co- a, a, a costume pageant at some point, um, and a little boy is trying to, trying to smooch Jamie mm-hmm. in, the, in the psycho place that they're in. Anyway, Michael Myers is chasing her whilst in a car, um, and she's outrunning the car. Um, that's the end of what I remember. Okay. Opening. They retcon the end of the last film. Mm-hmm. Additionally to what you're talking about. He falls down a mineshaft. They throw dynamite down the mineshaft. Okay. <laughs> Great. Don't remember this at all. Love it. He falls out of the mineshaft into a river. Floats down the river. The old man finds him, puts him in a shack. He goes in a coma for a year. He's got the tattoo. I remember that. Sure. Anyways, he goes into a coma for a year. Oh, okay. I remember how this movie ends now. Sorry, go on. Yeah, wakes up and kills the guy. Just fucked up. Yeah. Also, the guy's just keeping him alive pro bono just because? Yeah, it gets into supernatural territory because it's one of those things where it's like, okay, sustenance. But then it's also like, yeah, this is a man who's been shot a dozen times. Whatever. Anyways. Kills the guy. It's just a shitty version of what happens in Bride of Frankenstein. A very emotional and moving scene. But anyways. Is there any reason that we're told that this guy's keeping Michael Myers alive? Is he part of the cult? Good Samaritan. Okay. I guess. Anyways, I'm giving it points for dynamite. Points for just how fucking insane. Again, you just saw Halloween. It's 1978. And I tell you, hey, in 15 years, in a sequel... Michael Myers is going to fall down a mineshaft. They're going to throw dynamite down the mineshaft. He's still going to escape the mineshaft into a river, float down the river, fall into a coma for a year while a farm man who lives on the outskirts of society at large, not just the town, just he's not a part of anything. He just hangs out in the woods and he keeps him alive for a year while he's in a coma and then immediately gets killed by Michael Myers. I just think that's insane. It is. It absolutely is. Yeah. So anyways, then you're right. Yes, he's after little Jamie. Little Jamie can't talk. That's all well and good. Then three things happen for an hour and a half. Michael yep. Myers' house sits. Yep. Just fucks around in that house for a long time. Puts on a crazy mask that makes him look like over-the-top 90s Duke Nukem art. Oh, yeah. Uh, from here on out, all of the masks look progressively worse and worse. Yes, and but specifically. But specifically, he puts a new mask on when he's driving around in the car. Does he? With that girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 I'll yeah, show you yeah, a picture yeah. of it. No, I remember. Anyways, so anyways, he fucks around in that house for a while. Then he gets into a car and drives this girl around for 20 minutes of this movie. Saying nothing, and she's like, oh, boyfriend, you're so mysterious. Yeah, just driving around. Takes her to a fucking gas station. Loomis tries to call the ops on him. He gets away and stuff like that. 
Then the final one is that there's one of my pet peeves is that they just have this big hick party in the middle of nowhere at a barn and whatever. It's not as bad as H2, Rob Zombie's H2, but we'll get to that. Uh, but I like that the whole time there's like sex going on in a barn and he's just hanging out in this barn. He's almost like a Call of Duty camper. <laughs> he's just camping out this yeah, fucking yeah, barn yeah. every time someone wanders in there. I don't remember this barn scene almost at all. The barn scene? No. Yeah, because there's that point where like that girl is like, all right, Karen and Jamie, you guys are fucking time. And like, we were having that conversation where we were like, if I think you're in the living room or in the garage or something like that, and I call for you and you don't answer, oh, I, I, I go, oh, he must be in another room then. Okay, yeah, no, no. Uh, the, the, the barn scene's coming back to me. We In the past month, we have seen three different movies with three different Halloween barn scenes, <laughs> Halloween barn party scenes. So anyways, and then that this whole movie is also muddied a little bit by, like, the fact that some people are just dressed as Michael Myers sometimes. Yeah. In oh, fact, I think the guy who fucks in the barn is dressed as Michael Myers. He is, yes. Oh, my God. So many... So much time happens in that barn. I totally forgot. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. much time happens with him fucking around in that house. Yeah, but I feel Him like... driving around and then him hanging out in that barn. I feel like hanging out in the barn takes longer than the rest of them. Or maybe just because it's just a, a, a 10 by 10 barn. Then there's like three things I remember after that. One is... Maybe I even just forgot it while I was saying that. Well, here's two things I remember. One is that, yes, you're right. She outruns him in a car. Hilarious. That's fantastic. For That's great. Minutes. More points. I will also say points for this. I don't know if it happens before or after the car. I think it's after. They lure him into the Myers house. Loomis drops a net oh, on him like he's a lion and God. shoots him with a tranquilizer dart Absolutely like he's a lion. Nice. They end the movie by treating him like he's a, an escaped lion and then they get him back to the zoo. Big net. That's how they, I forgot. Remember the Pink Panther thing? That seems like something that <laughs> yeah. would happen in the Pink Panther. Oh my God. So those are all the things that I am giving this movie points for. Uh, and then how does it end? I remember. I don't. Is it more dynamite? He goes to jail. Oh my God! Yes, and oh my God, the guy they in the show, black duster dressed show like him, Bill Hicks. They show him uh, just standing in the middle of a jail cell, looking at a wall. And I was like, "Well, I guess he's in jail now." And then they walk away, and Bill Hicks shows up <laughs> and blows the wall of the prison up with like more dynamite. Exactly, <laughs> and just breaks him out of prison, and then the movie's over. Yeah, broke him out like he was a, 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 a an integral member of his posse. Yeah, Bill Hicks also keeps showing up in this movie. You never see his face, but just spiky. yeah, it's definitely Revelations era Bill Hicks. Black cowboy boots, um, man who I think you find out who he is. Yeah, in six. And yeah, I don't want to be campy or dramatic, but all I can say about this movie is what the fuck. This is the last one that I would say is at least a little bit fun. Yeah, from here on it gets bleak for a while. So this one, to me, like, I don't know. Do you have other things to say about this? I don't know what to say about this. This is an insane movie, in my opinion. Yeah, no, this movie, uh, very forgettable. Uh, but like, I also have to give it, like, props, because at least it doesn't do what the next three does, which yeah. is take itself way too seriously. I think maybe the thing is all these movies are just, like I said, either, either like, this one is fun and bad. Yeah. The rest of them are just bad. Yeah. We watched all of them together, so they are all kind of just mushing together in my brain. Mm -hmm. So this next one's going to be a nightmare for me to try to remember. Halloween 5 gets a a D. D. Yep. Yep. Jinx D. This is a D movie. Okay. I can say this objectively. Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. Thanks. I'll take you the point. No problem. Uh, I'm going to get it right off the bat. Halloween 6, 7, 8, F. Yeah. I'm going to lie. 
I got I got some things to say about Halloween H2O. But anyway, The Curse of Michael Myers. Um, I, how does this movie start? Does it start, oh, with her waking up in the hospital and she's running from Michael? Yes, Jamie's an adult now. She's pregnant. And they don't. As a baby. Yeah, they don't show it in this, but I, I think it makes it to the producer cut. It's And it, it does get revealed later in this movie that it's basically uh, Uncle Rape Baby. Yes. Um, I think they say something about it. She does. They does say something, but I think in the producer's cut, there's like a, a little bit of a scene that's suggestive of it happening. Maybe later in the film, it's a flashback rather than just being a line of dialogue. Anyways, um, so yeah, she's running away from Michael. He gets her, I think, but then she stashes the baby in like a train station bathroom, and yep. Paul Stephen Rudd rescues the baby after being creepy as hell for a while paul rudd play is playing tommy doyle the kid being babysit in halloween one yeah by jamie lee curtis this is not a good performance from paul rudd no it's paul rudd's first movie and he yeah. is one of the worst parts of this unfortunately yeah i also don't like that he kind of talks like a dungeon master the whole time oh absolutely you know what i mean he's just like he's weird and that's his whole thing is that he's weird and it feels like they want him to be like a weird like D kid but they also wanted to be like a weird like edgy kid kind of good edgy and just like but he's just none of that comes through all the way so he's just fucking weird yeah entire movie i hate it hate when he speaks hate when he's on camera um what else happens loomis is here but he only talks like three lines of dialogue um he's living in a cabin yeah donald pleasance is about to die irl uh, dies in the middle of this movie i think yeah but i do like the sleepy quality i understand that it's deathbed sleepy which is sad but it's also you know loomis has seen some shit he's been around the block yeah um also oops, what else happened this is the movie that i think from reading online that like the producer came in toward the end it was like i'm just i'm gonna direct i'm gonna freestyle i'm just gonna wing it and finish this movie um so this movie is not mincing any words, incomprehensible. Yeah, toward I, I'm, the end, just fucking, it's insane. I don't know where people are, what they're doing, why they're here. Um, yeah, I'm, this is one that I legitimately like, just cannot remember. It's 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 the one with the family that are like tangentially related to the Strodes, and they're leaving in that house now. And the dad. Oh sucks. yeah, the dad's a piece of shit. The mom's meek. The daughter. The daughter has a bastard in. kid She's that the dad a... doesn't like. That. Mm-hmm. The bastard kid tries to stab the dad. Yeah, the kid is given off big time, like he's gonna be the next Michael Myers vibe. Oh, he's also they're doing the thing where he's kind of got like a telekinetic link, kind of like the girl did in the other movies. Don't remember that, but okay. She, yeah, he keeps like walking towards where he's doing murders, and okay. then his mom's like, "Hey, D- Johnny, Johnny, Johnny." Um. And then we see Bill Hicks here and there, mm-hmm. who turns out to be Michael's other doctor. Don't remember that, but okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe this is the one where they let you know that this other doctor who works for the cult mm-hmm. taught Michael how to drive. Do they really say that? I believe so, yes. I hate that. Yeah. And then otherwise, they're at like uh, the hospital, and they're the all the doctors are doing something on the operating table to someone. Don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. Uh, Michael's there, and she's trying to be quiet, or is it Paul Rudd that's trying to be quiet? I think it's Paul Rudd. I think they're all there. Who's oh the mom and Paul Rudd, and then Loomis is there, and then it just kind of ends. Yeah. Um, this was the biggest pile of dog shit I think 
I think Paul Rudd. <sighs> no, the other two are pretty big too. I think Paul Rudd hits him a bunch of times with a pipe, and they go, oh, "We got him." And then they oh, don't they out. stab him with stuff like syringes and stuff? Yeah, full and of shoot just, it up into him. Just green liquid. Yeah, yeah. And there's a point at the end where he's standing in like a in like a room that looks like the shitty version of Cerebro or something, and like I I was asking you, I was like, "You just walked into this movie in the theater." How long before you say, oh, shit, this is a Halloween movie? Yeah, like, it looks up, yeah. so crazy. It looks like a, a set from Smallville. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they stab him with some stuff. And I'm like, ah, we did it. And then they leave. And then I think you just get a cut of a scene where, like, it's that, that weird room we were just talking about. And it pans down. And it's just Michael's mask. He's gone, but the mask is there. And then you hear Dr. Loomis screaming. And then it's over. Yeah. And the producer's cut. You no longer see the thorn on Michael's wrist. Instead, you see it on Loomis's wrist. And the reason why he's screaming is because now he's Michael's carer. He's the one that's supposed to like care yeah. for. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, there's a, a part where like apparently in the producers or the, the the director's cut where not good. They throw a bunch of rocks or, or sacred stones. Runes. Because remember he's talking about it in his room. Yeah, he's got yeah. he's got it pulled up on the Windows 98. And then he can't get out of the runes. Yeah. And then Ireland. That's where Halloween originates or whatever he's talking about. This is the last line of the Wikipedia article. Inside, Michael's mask lies alone on the lab floor, and Loomis screams in the background, leaving their fates unknown. See, I really deeply hate this movie. This is not a good movie. Pile of dog shit, F. This is an F. Yes. Halloween 7. H2O 20 years later. That's what it is? Yes. Uh, Halloween H2O 20 years later. Yes. I hate this movie. I don't mind this movie. I hate this movie. After, again, this is like... Just all these movies are just stomping my brain into dust. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. Once we finish watching them at night, I like lay in bed looking at the ceiling like, uh, I'm actually pretty bummed out. I'm like, man, what am I doing? <laughs> just a waste of my time. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, 25 what forever. I'm, I'm watching the Halloween sequels. What but, am I doing? I could be watching uh, Sicario. I don't even know what it's about, but I heard people talk about Sicario. I think this movie's fine. It reminds me of... Scream 2 and 3. It feels just, just darker. like those movies. Just darker. It's a very dark movie. I, I like it probably as, li- as much as I like Scream 2 and 3. Um, which isn't a lot. But it's leagues above Halloween 4, 5, and 6. Um, this one retcons. It's supposed to be technically Halloween 3. Yep. Which I'm totally fine with. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is back as Laurie Strode. But she's witness protection. Her name is Carrie Tate. Okay. Um, forgot about that. Yeah, she's the headmistress at a school. She is. Her son is there. She's a uh, piece of shit to her son. Yeah, he's like, I want to go camping at Yellowstone. And she's like, no. Yeah. Because you might get Michael myers mm-hmm. Um, And I really don't mind her in this movie. I like her in this a little bit more than I like her in Halloween 2018, which mm-hmm. we'll get to. Halloween 2018, she's just an insane person who's been insane since 1978. Yeah. Which I guess works for what it is. But in this, I like that she has this baggage still, but she's still a successful woman with a successful job and a mm-hmm. son, a marriage that failed. But still, she's, you know, seeing a man. Trying. She's going out. She's trying, but every now and then she, like, feels uh, something behind her. I heard Danny McBride helped write that 2018 script. Oh, yeah. Danny McBride is all over that 2018 script. We'll yeah. talk about it when we watch it, but it's I like it. I like the Danny McBride-isms of it. Okay. Um, she's dating a man who looks exactly like the Michael Myers mask. Yeah, that's funny. Um, she keeps seeing Michael Myers everywhere, but not actually. Yeah. 
There's some then, growing pains. Her boy wants some more freedom. She doesn't want to give it up because she's afraid he's going to get Michael Myers. Yeah, I hate all the shit with her son. Yeah, they're I supposed to be going friends. to Yellowstone or something. And I can't then, even remember the friends, really, or her or his girlfriend. I know that he's like doing some romantic Ratatouille shit in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> romantic Ratatouille shit. Um, yeah, he wants to go to Yellowstone, and then all of his friends are like, fuck, we can't go either. And he's like, cool, we'll just get fucked up here at campus while everyone's yeah, at Yellowstone. We'll steal one gone. bottle of wine. And then uh, Lori's like, you know what? I'm going to let my son go. And then he's like, fuck. All right, I'll just pretend to get on the bus. And yeah. LL Cool J's hanging out trying to write romantic novels. Yep, yep, yep. I'm talking to his wife on the phone. Excuse me, she's not having it initially, but then later she's like, all right, baby, get it. Uh, Michael Myers walks all the way from Chicago to California. Yeah, that was, uh, I take umbrage with that. Yeah. Um, I guess he drove, but. Yeah. Imagine Michael Myers getting gas. Well, I mean, I think they show us <laughs> where he just steals a new car when he's out of gas. That makes sense, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just hate that. Like, you know, stopping for Twinkies, stopping to piss, gas. Like, ra- road trip is not something a serial killer needs to be doing. No. Unless it's a real man. Because well, it's all creepy and shit. Well, I mean, we'll get to that in, uh, Rob Zombie's John Carpenter's Halloween too, <laughs> but um, yeah, he gets to there and then he just starts stabbing, which he's mm-hmm. one to do. Yeah, don't really. A lot of people are getting in and out of like a little care. food elevator. Um, can't yeah, how do you like the setting of this college? Don't love it. Don't yeah. Love it. Not doing anything for me. It's more interesting than the Michael Myers house for a ninth time. Yeah. Or a seventh time, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely, this movie definitely smacks of, let's just, we'll just set it in California. Yeah. Because we're in California. All right. Let's, well, I w- don't feel like doing Halloween mm-hmm. 1 and trying to make this place look like Chicago. Yeah. Just, this is in California, okay? She moved. Yeah. Um, and then her and her boyfriend go to save the kids. Boyfriend dies, Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I know he sure. shoots Michael Myers. There's a point where she breaks the news that no. she's Laurie Strode. She breaks she breaks the news that Laurie Strode. For some reason, they figure out that the kids are there. Um, she's got a gun. Mm-hmm. Michael Myers steps out. Boyfriend shoots him six times. Runs uh, over to him. It's LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. Um, Spoilers is, that did not do him. Yeah, LL Cool J. He was not done by that. Later is just totally fine. He's got a little bit of blood on the side of his face. And he's, he's like, oh, the boat just grazed me. Yeah. Which is good. Exactly. It's cool. Yeah. Um, Dope. My favorite part of any of these movies that we're going to talk about today, uh, Lori's walking through the hallway looking for Michael Myers, and he is with one arm holding onto a pipe on the ceiling and just lowers himself down. Do you remember this? He does that in like two or three of these he movies. He does that in the next one. I think he does it one more time. I think he might have done it in six too. Yeah. Because like, well, what in his house would he have done that from? Uh, just a pipe in the basement. In the basement? Yeah. I don't know. I did, but yeah, it definitely at least happens twice. That shit happens a lot. It becomes his like signature as much as like the head tilt. Yeah, I love it's weird. it. Weird. You like it? Okay. No, I don't like it. Oh, you love, love it. it but yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it makes me happy every time I see it. Uh, they wrestle. They his wrestle. upper body strength out of control. Yeah, it's insane. Imagine doing that. Well, I guess it's not that because you're lowering yourself. It's not like he's pulling himself up by one arm. Less impressed. Anyways, go ahead. I mean, he's only doing it by one arm because he's holding the <laughs> knife in the other hand, yeah. so which means he had to pull himself up first yeah. and then wait holding that position and then lower himself down. So it's insane. No human being can do that. Um, he's not a human being. It's true. He's, he's a shark. 
It's been established that he's a shark. Yes, multiple people say that, I think. Um, they rustle, they toss all. Uh, I like the scene where she's hiding under the tables. Do you? It's, f- yeah, it's 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 fine. I, uh, yeah, but also it's one of those things where, like, uh, I feel like I've seen that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like I've seen that a lot. I, I, I have nothing else to say about I, it other than... I that. can't recall another time I've seen it, but I like it. I, I like that she's like, uh, it's a little bit cat and mouse for a second, and then mm-hmm. she's like kicking a chair, so he's looking over here, and then he's like walking on the tables, and mm-hmm. then eventually he just starts flipping each of the tables one by one. I'm like, I like yeah. that. I like him walking on the tables. That's nice and spooky. I like, uh, it, they do it in some of these movies. Um, spooky. More so in the uh, John Carpenter's Rob Zombie's Halloween. Um, when Michael Myers is just, you know, the shark. And he's walking around, he's being spooky and looking and stuff like that. And then there comes a moment where he's just fucking furious yeah. and starts breaking shit. I like that. Um, so that's what I like about him throwing the tables. And then they rustle and tussle outside. She kills him or something like that. And then they get into an ambulance. And then she takes a gun and she's like, I'm stealing this fucking ambulance. And they're like, God damn, Jamie Lee Curtis, all right. Yeah. Then the he wakes up, sits up in the body bag in the back, and they fly off a cliff. Or you know, they drive off the side. Tuck and roll. Tuck and roll. He gets pinned between some sort of stump logish situation. It's called a tree. And the uh, and the ambulance. Mm-hmm. And he reaches out a hand. She touches his hand. And then she cuts his head off with an axe. Yeah. And then it's over. The last Halloween movie. It's done for good. Until F. Oh, sorry. Halloween resurrection uh i would get half a halloween h2o a d plus okay there's not that there's not a crazy amount of variance there uh, these other ones get with the exception of five which i give a d the rest of these get f's yeah resurrection that's nice because also it's one of those things where it's like oh shit you thought he was dead yep um but also the twist they're pulling here is not this again you know when i say hey I've seen this before. It's fucking Halloween Six. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not saying it like it's. It does not hold the same weight as if I said that about like The Godfather or something. Yeah. You know, what I mean? like if I was watching, uh, you know, the newest like um, Quentin Tarantino movie, and I was like, yeah, I just feel like I've seen that more. That'd be a much harsher criticism. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, but uh, they pretty much pull a, a similar bait and switch to one of the Friday the Thirteenth movies, except the Friday the Thirteenth movie goes for it a lot harder. Uh, no spoilers we'll talk about it maybe next year we'll watch all the friday 13th or something i need a break from watching 11 slasher movies i was gonna say it is halfway through october we could do friday the 13th if we wanted to ah uh, maybe we yeah. ripped through these bad boys um all right halloween resurrection starting buster rhymes and tyra yeah, banks kills it i think he steals the show he's my he favorite does part. absolutely um this may be my d plus movie I, but I also hate it, and don't think I'll ever watch it ever again. Chris, I think I'll lie to you. Huh. I think Halloween Six gets an F. This one gets a D plus as well. Yeah. Um, I don't like the plot of this movie. Um, they're in the Michael Myers house mm-hmm. with webcams and they're yeah. streaming it to the internet, which is all the rage in 2002. Mm-hmm. And Buster Rhymes has it all set up. All of that sucks. Well, you're just going to skip over the part where Jamie Lee Curtis gets killed by Michael Myers? I was going to get to Okay, it. fine. Let's start here. We'll start here. Jamie Lee Curtis in a mental hospital. Um, where's her son? We don't know. Yeah, what the? Oh, well, I guess it doesn't. 
matter at Wait, all. Wait, I... But wouldn't it? Wouldn't he go after her the same way he went after his fucking niece? Oh, well, it's retconned, right? So, like, it's none of that that happened. Yeah, because none of that happened. 456 didn't happen. It H2O still happened, though. Her son and H2O. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, I'm assuming she'd go, he'd go after the son because the precedent has been set already that he's yeah. going after anyone in his family. Yeah, but that precedent no longer matters because okay. it's not a part of the chronology, right? Okay. So that's what a, I'm saying. Can't put a baby in the sun, so he wants nothing to do with it. <laughs> um, but anyway, she's in a mental hospital, and you get a flashback to the end of H2O. Yeah. Where 10 seconds or, I mean, minutes, hours before she cuts his head off, mm-hmm. you see Michael Myers pick up a medic mm-hmm. on the ground, take his clothes off, take his own clothes off. Without causing a scene. There's a little swap switcheroo. Walks into the woods. Walks into the woods. So now he's the medic and the medic is him. And I know what you're thinking, Chris. Isn't this the exact same plot to Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom <laughs> Pain? You're right, Chris. It absolutely is. You wish I was thinking that. Uh, well, I, I couldn't stop thinking about it. <laughs> and so she killed the medic. Yes. They show you. I love that for Metal Gear. Here, couldn't be bothered to give a shit. Uh, couldn't be uh, just so you know can't be bothered to give a shit in metal gear oh okay. it's really it doesn't bad. work well and in metal gear they kind of try to like the thing about metal gear 5 is it doesn't have an ending because it got cut short because they fired kojima and they're like wrap this game up and get it out and, you're and out he was here. like i'm gonna make death stranding yeah and he wouldn't make death stranding um but they kind of try to like do like a sweet little like like hey you get a message from the guy that you think you were the entire game he's like hey mm-hmm. it's me and you we're both this guy okay through all these years through everything we've been through and he's talking to you chris the player he's like we are the legend and it's like okay f- fuck you all right this is this is halloween resurrection bad <laughs> anyway they show you a thousand shots of the mask coming off the medic's head mm-hmm. and then he shows up at the hospital the me- ho- uh, michael myers not the medic um, and he walks through a wall, which is cool. Yeah. Loved that. And then he kills her. She kisses him on the mouth and says, see you in hell, and he throws her off a roof. I don't even want to talk about the rest of this movie. Um, I would say the only redeeming thing about this movie that is worth talking about is Buster Rhymes does so much fucking karate to Michael Myers. I love Yeah, it. I love when like he bumps into Michael Myers dressed as Michael Myers. Yeah. He's like, hey, you're about to ruin my whole thing. What's the matter with you? Shit ain't working up here or something. Hey, he's like, you're supposed to be waiting by the back door. So good. And Michael Myers just goes, I have, I don't have the tools to do this, this, is, this situation. Yeah. I don't know what to do here. And he just turns around and walks away. Oh. Um, and then there's also a point where I don't even remember what he says, but I'm like, it's a good monologue where he's like, yo, bro, I'm not doing nothing but giving America what it wants. It wants to get scared. It does. Oh, he says America has no interest in reality. Yeah. Is basically what it's summed up in, and I love that. Good, Buster Rhymes, good, liked it. Uh, then Michael just slowly kills everybody for real, and everybody's watching it American Pie style. You confirm to me that it's American Pie. I've, this happens, yes. I've yeah. never seen American Pie, so yeah, this one just didn't have Blink One Eight Two in it. That's the only difference. Yeah, how does it end? Uh, Michael Myers kills all everybody except for two people, and then uh, they get the. Is Busta's one of them? Yes, I like that Busta and the girl yeah. survive. Uh, and then they put him in the back of a truck, and there's a cliffhanger as if he'll be back next time, like every other yeah. of these movies. Do you have anything to say about it otherwise? No, not at all. 
Yeah, this one was really forgetful. I'm putting this in like the tier of one of my least favorite movies of all time. I think it's just as bad as this piece of shit. This is like the Jason X of this series, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, where it's just like... I get that they're like trying to lean into like, hey, it's bad, but in a fun way. But like, it just... It's got the made-for-TV vibe, but not in an endearing yeah. or fun way. Um, Yeah, this is a big fat F. Big fat F. And for you, you say an F as well, right? That isn't how you started it out. Yeah, I switched yeah. to a D plus or D minus, but I changed my mind again. It's an F. Yeah. At first, I, I was I like thinking, the karate, but that's about it. I like Busta. Anyway, these movies, dog shit, A to B. Yeah, crazy. Um, could you look it up real quick? The gap between Resurrection. Oh well, yeah, yeah, I don't think we have to. It's two thousand and two for Resurrection. It's five years. She said. Yeah, it's five years, so it's oh seven. And then I think H two is oh nine, right? RZ H two. Could be. What was that one fucking movie? It was like, uh, or not movie game. It was like H one Z one or something like that. Yeah. Is that what it was? It was like a mod for Arma, I think. Yeah. And then what was the other one that came out eventually? Like that was. Or did they just branch it off into its Daisy. own? Daisy, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, zombies. Never really took done anything for me. No, me neither. Do you consider Michael Myers a zombie? No. You consider him a man? Yeah. It's a big, buff, strong. I prefer him when he's man. a man. Yeah. Not even demon, just man. Anyway. 2007. Yep, 2007. Rob Zombie wakes up one morning and decides I'm gonna make. Michael Myers brutal again. I wonder how this happened. I I feel like I should have looked into this. Like, it's just an interesting thing, is it not? Rob Zombie, author of one of the greatest songs of the late '90s, Dragula, for some reason gets hired as the guy to make a new Halloween movie. I mean, he was making. Wasn't he making movies before? Oh, this? that's right. Yeah, I forgot about House of Thorns and Cor- Thousand Corpses, and then there's The Devil's Rejects, two movies I may or may not see before I die, but I have not too much interest in. And there's also one called Lords of Salem. Sure, I hear that one's not bad. I've heard, uh, yeah, I've heard that one's not bad. No interest in seeing them. No, not really. But, uh, yeah, in 2007, he he made Rob Zombie's John Carpenter's Halloween. Going um, into it, I can say, though I've never seen another Rob Zombie movie other than Halloween. Um. I don't like his brand of movie, Mm-mm. which is almost 70s exploitation, which I like. But, again, it just is almost because then it gets bogged down by this weird other shit where, like, I don't like his, like, psychosexual take on, like, the Kevin Smithy, Quentin Tarantino quick dialogue. Everybody is talking a mile a minute, and it's it, but instead of having any substance, it's just like back to back to back to back. Oh, sit on my pole. I'll skull fuck you. Oh, well, he jerked off on my tits. Or like, I think the teacher's touching me wrong. You're like, just like, yeah. This, like, oh, can we just stop about sex for a minute? Yeah, a lot of the vibe I get from what I've seen of Rob Zombie's movies, and especially the, this first Halloween, yeah, is just and no offense to anybody this applies to. Orful offense, I don't give a shit. Just feels trailer park edgy to me. Yeah. Like, just, like, kids who wear... Rick and Morty t-shirts. Rick and Morty t-shirts <laughs> and trip pants, like, they think this is edgy. And yeah. And this is cool when, really, it's like, no, this is just painfully over the top. Yeah. Almost it's not a fun way at all. It's just no, not, not at all. It's just like, fucking, all right, whatever. I get it. These people are supposed to be shitty. Yeah. Everyone except for the mom sucks. I get it. Uh, yeah, that's 
well, okay, because I didn't want to really get into the movie just yet, but I, let's 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 dog ear that for a second. But yeah, going into it, that's one thing I remember for sure. Um, but I heard that second one's pretty all right. Yeah, we're, we're through the grapevine. Yeah, but we'll talk about that later. Anyways, uh, what were your expectations going? I know you had some hype. You were like, oh, hey. Yeah, I knew it would probably be just an over-edgy, Rob Zombie, over-violent movie. Yeah, I'm interested in what your grade is for this one. And that's not something I'm super interested in. I've never been like, oh, I want to see those Rob Zombie Halloween yeah. movies. But after watching these movies we just talked about, I'm after like, shotgunning, for nine. the love of God, can we please get to the Rob Zombie movies? Mm-hmm. Um, and this one had my attention much more than the other ones did, but yeah. maybe just because it's more modern, it feels like for better or worse in some aspects, a movie directed by a guy. Like we said this about Suicide Squad. I feel this much more with Halloween too, mm. but we'll get to that. Um, but overall, don't like this movie. Yeah, no, I don't like it. Um, I think it's a huge, huge, huge mistake to spend 40 minutes with child Michael Myers. Yeah. Making him basically the protagonist of this movie. Mm-hmm. You sympathize with him at every turn because everybody is such a gross, dislikable caricature of a bad person. Yes. That when Michael kills him, you're like, yeah, except for Danny Trejo, mm-hmm. which feels out of left field. Feels mm-hmm. like a very Michael Myers thing to do. For sure. But, but not, not in tone fit. or line with the rest yeah. of the movie, yeah. Um, I probably would have liked it better if you let Danny Trejo live because it would have felt, you know, like a different Michael Myers. Michael Myers, not like mm-hmm. Michael Myers is like a... a, a Unstoppable force. Uh, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. I got yeah. you, yeah. Not like... A, like, yeah, he's killing people that he thinks deserves it, which mm-hmm. still makes him a serial killer, but... Makes him Dexter. Makes him Dexter, kind of. But then he goes after Lori, her boo-boo, whatever the baby's name is. Yeah. For no reason. Um, and then you get to Lori Strode, who is just the most unlikable character I've seen in a movie. She yeah, finger-fucking a bagel to make a sex joke to her mom. I was like, oh. Yeah, I like her. Like, oh. I like her less than the people you're supposed to not like in this movie. Yeah. I'd rather if anything, listen- I'm like, I want Michael to get her. Yeah, which I, w- I think was intentional. To agree with well, you. Yeah, I, I would have much rather seen him chase down the dad for the rest of this movie <laughs> than fucking Laurie Strode. Um, she sucks yeah. huge ass in this movie. No, don't like her at all. Um, the whole a, time I'm like, get her, Michael. Get her. Yeah, it's a problem I have with this one and the like. next one. There are so many scenes where she is running and screaming in an area where obviously nobody is. Or she just saw somebody drive away in a car who is like, hundred miles away from her now where she's going help somebody help and it's like you have been aware we've all been aware for the past five minutes that you are alone mm-hmm. right now i don't need you to be screaming this entire movie yeah it's a bigger problem in the second one but i think it happens in the first one too i don't like that 90 percent of the time if she's like out of breath scared running or whatever it she just defaults to like oh fuck 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 just yeah. saying fuck over and over again, and I'm like, oh my god, like... I think in the second one, she says the line, fucking fuck, motherfucking you fuck. And yeah, like, cocksucking, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I'm not even a prude, bro. 
I'm not even a prude. No, I'm not a prude, but it's just it's one of those <laughs> things you don't have disgusting. to be a prude to understand how uh, you should swear. Yeah. Do you have more than one fuck in a sentence? Yeah. You're water trash, and I hate well, you. Well, that was one of the things that I like about the second one is like there's a little bit of like the necrophilia joke in the beginning. There's that one character. Uh, the one girlfriend who's a little sexually nasty. But other than that, the only other cursing I remember is when Brad Dura finally breaks out an F-bomb in the final scene. Yeah. So it's really contained to like three things. The first two I don't like as much. The first one I'm not that upset about, actually, because it doesn't really feel totally Rob Zombie-y. It just it seems like a weird little vignette where you're like, yeah, actually, I've been alone with weird middle-aged dudes, and they say some off-the-wall shit, and mm-hmm. you're just like, all right, can we just get the work done you know, I don't want to hear any more of what you just said. Let's just get this work done. Anyways, back to the first movie. Right off the bat, I just... I don't like the kid. He's nasty. Uh, don't like the family. Don't They're like nasty. the dad. I know that that's nasty. the point, but I mean, like, I don't even like them as a character you're not supposed to not like. Yeah, it's... Um, I, I don't, don't mean to interrupt you, but it's just un... Unwatchable. Yeah, unbearable. Yeah, uh, it sucks. Um, this kid, I've seen him in other movies, and I, I just hate his face. He's one of those kids that I just hate his face. And every kid they introduce in this movie is just a kid I've seen in another movie where I'm like, how does this fucking kid keep getting work? I hate looking at him. Uh, the dad immediately is talking about like how there's like a waitress who's like giving him the eye, and he's gonna like have her sit on his on his pole, and I'm like, okay, that's awful. And then Michael's mom talks back to him, and he's she's like, I'll, he's like, I'll go over there and I'll skull fuck you. And I'm like, Jesus Christ! And then Lori comes downstairs, or not Lori, not Lori, Michael's older sister, because yeah. this is the '70s ish. Uh, and he's like, man, she got a great dumper on her, and I'm like, oh god. And then the mom's like, say that to my face, and he's like, bitch, you heard me. Uh, and then he makes fun of Michael for being a queer and calls her a Michelle. Uh, I'm not going to go scene by scene, but I just hate that. Then he goes to school. That kid's bullying him. I hate it, too, because it's just him going, you think she'd suck my dick and let me suck her tits for a quarter? And just, again, like, it's, ugh. It's something you brought up, but I think is a great point. It feels almost like Kevin Smith dialogue. Yeah. Where it is so crude and it's so crass and it's like, Kevin Smith, nobody in the fucking world talks like this. Mm-hmm. Rob Zombie, nobody talks like this. Yeah. In Kevin Smith movies, I'm sure a lot of people disagree, but in good Kevin Smith movies, people talk like that, but what they're talking about, I'm still interested in. Yes. They're having an yes. interesting conversation. Yes. This is just people saying shit. It reminds it's me of how you nasty. start swearing when, in middle school when oh, you exactly. like yeah, first yeah. tried it out. You know, you're yeah, just yeah. trying it out. Then the, the, the guy breaks up the administrator, and I hate this because, again, it's just, like, cliche, like, it's Joker energy, in my opinion. And I hate it. When he says, fuck you, to the guy who just saved him from getting his ass kicked. Yeah. Also, this principal, side note, I looked him up. He's a real man who's really this age, but he just looks like a younger man wearing prosthetic old person makeup. That's a very funny thing to say. Sam Loomis shows up having the same haircut as Death Cab for Cutie's Benjamin Gibbard. Great wig. Yes. Hate it. Uh, and he's basically like, hey, we found this bag of dead cats in your son's locker. And she just kind of does that. This is preposterous. My boy's fine. You know, kind of like. Yeah. And that's fine for her. Good on you. 
But then they go home, and again, it just rubs me the wrong way that she he's, like, being all cutesy. He's like, but, Mom, I got to go to this party. And she's like, you're lucky I'm even letting you go. I don't know. I, yeah, yeah I just, just, I really feel, like, I get it. I understand, like, it's supposed to be another step in the, the road of, like, look how neglected this kid is. It's like, because that kind of happens in school sometimes where, like, maybe the bully beats up a disabled kid, and then when he gets expelled, expelled or whatever, or suspended, he goes home, and his mom's just like, God damn it, Ronnie, you can't keep doing this. And then she just, she's got other shit to worry about, so she doesn't really discipline him the right yeah. way. It's a form of neglect for her to not take it as seriously as it is, but it just does not land right. It's a misstep. It doesn't, yeah. you know... It, It'd be different if she, like, it felt like she was preoccupied with something else so that she couldn't really deal with it. But it seems like the biggest deal in her life. Yeah. Your kid has a bag of dead cats in his locker, and he did it, and he's got pictures of him torturing him. That trumps everything else she has going on. Like, she doesn't have anything else. Like, I get that they're, like, they look like they're not doing well. But, like, I don't know, maybe if there was, like, this dialogue about her, like, just, like, pulling her hair out, being like, oh, my God, how am I going to get money? Like, fuck, he's not even going to let me strip tonight and shit like that. And then on top of it, it was like, oh, Michael's killing cats forever. She's like, yeah, okay, all right, I'll deal with it at home. I'll deal with it at home, you know? Yeah, it's like everything, all these pieces make sense. And it's, the they're trying to build and they're telling you and they're showing you that Michael had a bad home life. Yeah. But the way this all plays out and the way everybody acts leads me to believe that Rob Zombie grew up very well. His parents had a good amount of money. He loved his mother. And nothing bad ever happened to him. (laughs) Because this is so, like, what someone who has no idea thinks that this kind of situation would work like. Like, like exactly what you're saying. Like, the mom just being like, oh, Michael. But it's like, because she's a neglectful mother. But it's like, no, it's exactly what you're saying. She should be so overwhelmed that she doesn't know how to take care of this properly. Yeah. Instead of like, well, I guess bygones be bygones. Yeah. I'll ground them tomorrow. And again, you know, I've heard a lot of people bring up this criticism. It's just one of those things where um, this... You know, sometimes people that go on to murder and eat people, they grow up like this. Other times they don't. And it just feels like this movie robs Michael Myers of something by creating, by by making him into the type of person that became a psycho this way. Mm -hmm. Because again, like thinking back to the original Halloween, which is just a masterpiece. I love that bitch. Um, This is a very privileged thing to say. This is very ethnocentric thing to say uh but for lack of a better term uh like i guess it just starts kind of so as far as like movie depictions are concerned i'll use this term but like just kind of average right average house average white family and what happens a little cute little white boy stabs his cute little older sister Mm -hmm. and it's like wow that came out of nowhere yeah and with this one it's all like Oh, I see where you're going with this. Yeah. I now, biggest bit of, I'd say criticism, but, like, maybe it's also half a compliment. There are things here where I would be so much less disappointed and, like, upset by I, I wouldn't watch this movie. I'm not saying I would like this movie, but I'm saying this has legs to stand on its own and doesn't need to be a Michael Myers movie. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I'm not saying those are good legs or legs that I want to, like, you know, pull a chair up to and, like, check out this table, whatever the metaphor would be. But not in this order, not necessarily 
with all the other criticisms I have. But, like, I could get behind a movie where, like, it's like, oh, this kid's, like, killing cats. And, like, the principal's talking to him and the mom is legitimately overwhelmed. Not mm-hmm. just... I could get behind this whole thing where it's like, man, we're just watching a kid become a serial killer in front of our eyes. But the you, you actually mentioned it, and I, I've heard it criticized before, and I've felt it in my heart. There's such a big disconnect between the first half of this movie, which, in my opinion, plays out more like an original plot that doesn't need yeah. to be tied to another intellectual property especially one that's established on principles that contradict almost every element of your (laughs) new idea um and then it's stitched onto some like half-baked recreations of some of the most iconic shots of the first movie Uh, like i i just think all the shit with him as a kid let's say a you're going to do it. It's going to take up 40 minutes of the movie. Do exactly, not exactly, but do what we were just saying. Mm-hmm. Write it. Better. Clean up some of that dialogue. Clean up some. Clean up all of that dialogue. Yeah. Make the characters' motivations make a little bit more sense. Mm-hmm. But I think that's still a misstep. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to do that, if you're going to make Michael Myers brutal again and that's what you're going to do, do it that way. But I, I'm just reiterating things you just said. But honestly, all you fucking need is just the scene of him killing his sister. Yeah. It does so much with so little. It's so economical. Yes. And if anything, if you're going to modernize it and try to make it feel a little bit more real, a little bit more like... Just modern. take a step down on the the, the, the class ladder. Take, it's very middle class in the first well, one. You can make it lower class, but lower class does not mean like drunk, disabled stepdad who sexualizes your older sister. Those are not... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would say take this first 40 minutes, cut it down to 5 or 10. Mm-hmm. He... He got the, the bad dad. He's at school. The principal's like, hey, fucking, we found these... We got all these cats. Oh, we got these dead cats. And the mom's like, mm, that's concerning. And then he kills the sister. Done. Big 7-foot Michael Myers mm-hmm. for the rest of the movie. I will say, do not like... Do not like. Again, I don't like this movie. I don't like for the Michael Myers movie. But again, I I almost like feel like I have to treat the first half of this movie as if it's a totally separate thing. Mm-hmm. I do like when his stepdad's drunk and they're watching TV together and he's like, did you really kill all those cats? Yeah, you like that? Bet you felt like a big man, didn't you? Bet you felt like a bad motherfucker. Again, I, I feel like that's a moment that could work if it was not a Halloween movie. It was something totally different. I don't know what the second half of that movie even looks like. Again, like I'm just saying, like I can see a few things in the first half of this movie that I'm not even going to refer to as Halloween where I'm like, yeah, I want to see you finish that script, buddy. But... Um, the cursing doesn't bode well. The fact that he's Michael Myers is just a, one of those things where it's like, by page one, I'd be like, really? That's the direction you're going to go in? Um, before we get past the kid stuff, um, arguably the worst and funniest part of this movie is when he starts killing his family, kills the dad, and he's wearing his clown costume like the first movie. Different updated clown costume for some reason. Then goes to kill the sister and the boyfriend, and the boyfriend has the Michael Myers mask. Oh, I forgot about that, and I hate it so deeply. And he puts the Michael Myers mask on and kills everybody, but it's still an adult-sized head. Um, so he looks, like I said... Um, yeah, yeah, that was very funny, yes. He looks, George Lopez. He looks like in George, George the Lopez George Lopez flashback. show, when he has flashbacks to being a kid, and it's George Lopez's head on a kid's body. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's very funny. Yes. Um, the entire time. Just... 
God. It's, I don't know, it's, it, it feels like one of those moments where, like, uh, uh, like in a prequel, like, uh, you know, it's fucking, uh, for some reason, like, you know, you, you, you show like Luke and like, uh, mm. he like, I don't know, like Ben Kenobi walks past him and drops his dad's lightsaber over and so he picks up, he's like, oh, you dropped this mister, but he's only like six. It's, and it's, you're like, oh, later on he, he actually gives that to him. It, it's like in, uh, I haven't seen this movie, but I've heard a million people say this. They go, Han, what's your last name? He goes, I don't got one. I've always been by myself. And go, oh, you've always been Solo? Well, Han Solo, that'll be your name. It's like, I didn't, <laughs> hey, didn't need to know how I got the last name, okay? No. Nah, um, I just assumed it was his government. And I don't know that, yeah, I don't know this for sure, but it might as well. I'm pretty sure when he puts his mask on, Halloween theme just starts blaring. Just an awful misuse of the music throughout this movie oh we didn't even talk about when he beats the shit out of that bully in the because it doesn't woods matter. sucks stupid beats him up with the tree branch yeah uh, they also play the music when he sneaks out of yeah the principal's office play the music yeah they do they play the music way too much in this movie uh then he goes to a sane asylum where his mom sees him all the time and he tries to kill a nurse and dr looms is talking to him and he's like i like wearing masks because it hides my face and black i like black is my favorite color it's not a color it's oh, the absence God. of color i hate that that's what i'm gonna call the my chemical romance portion of this yeah that's yeah. disrespectful to those guys though because at least that shit has a little bit of substance and stuff this is just yeah him being like hey, i like black yeah hey chris between you and me i love my chemical romance. yeah no disrespect i think they i'm get just it. Yeah, I'm just using it as like the the caricature of like yeah, yeah this no, is I the know. studded belts part of the movie where yep, it's like yep, oh yep. god. Hey, I think this whole movie's a studded belt. If I'm being honest, <laughs> that's, but that's, this part's real bad with the fucking like yeah. I love black and I like masks because they hide my face. Yep, yep. Um, and then he tries. That's to like saying like oh I love sweaters they keep me warm. Imagine we had just <laughs> met and I said that to you. Imagine if I said that to you. It'd be like, that's like a line out of Seinfeld or something where like Jerry and, 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 and Costanza would look at each other and be like, and then later on they'd be like, did you hear that guy? I like sweaters because they keep me warm. Yeah, if you said that How to me. How is Elaine dating this man? <laughs> exactly. If you said that to me, I'd be like, no, this guy can read a clock. <laughs> um, uh, and then uh, his mom keeps visiting him, which is insane to me. Um, and then his mom goes home and sets up a projector and watches old family movies of them, and then she shoots herself. Uh, which I'm into because I don't like uh, Sherry Moon Zombie or whatever her name is. I don't like that he slowly gets so frustrated with the fact that he can't leave that like he stops talking or whatever. I like that, but like the rest of this movie, I like it, but I don't like how it's executed. I don't know. Um, any fucking way, it's 20 years later, I guess. Oh, Danny Trejo's been dope to him the whole time. Yeah, Danny Trejo. I don't even want to talk about the kids yet. I just want to talk about, obviously, he breaks out. Yeah. And I want to talk about the fact that he kills Danny Trejo. But specifically, I want to talk about how he's talking to this guy who's like, hey, you've been working here like three nights. i got to show you how to handle Mikey. And then this dude does the fucking Rob Zombie thing where he's like, why are you being fucking so nice to this fucking dumb fuck fuck? Why the fuck would you fucking, he's just a fucking psycho. Why would you fucking fuck? And all times he, Danny's like, hey, just chill out. I like Mikey, all right? You know? Yeah, insane. 
then a bunch of cops, guards, whatever they are, are like, we gotta move yeah. Michael Myers, happy Halloween, and then he kills them, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he walks away. He's fucking a monster, just Way too tall. big, I hate it. I don't mind it, I guess, for a Rob Zombie Halloween movie, having a seven-foot-tall Michael Myers. That's It reminds fine. me of, like, uh, it. it's either four or five, where uh, the stuntman who plays Michael was wearing football gear underneath yeah. to, like, make him look, like, more buff. And it's just one of those things where I keep thinking, like, He's not Captain America. He's a murderer. Yeah. Murderers don't have to be big and strong and tall. Yeah. Murderers just have to be opportunistic. I mean, for this, the the biggest thing about this movie, mm-hmm. you hear it all the time when people who made the original Halloween talk about it, it's theater of the mind. Mm-hmm. Anything in your mind is scarier than what can actually happen. Mm-hmm. I heard him, can't remember the man's name, but I heard him in a documentary say, what I want this movie to be is draw their attention to the left, scare them on the right. Mm-hmm. And that's great. That's what makes the first Halloween so good. This movie right off the bat says, fuck all that shit. Yeah. And does none of it. Here's so, the right. We're going to scare you on the right. Yeah. Scare in air quotes. And I, so having him be seven feet tall works for this movie, even though this movie doesn't work. Because it's the opposite of what the original was. Yeah, and it's then he uh, goes through, starts killing people, and you get a montage of scenes from the original. Yeah, this is the part of the movie I'm going to have almost nothing to talk about. Yeah, no, i got nothing to say because none of this is interesting to watch. It is no. all just worse versions of what you've seen already. Um, yeah, I would also say this movie's kind of paced really shitty. Oh, yeah. Um, everything's happening very quickly in a way that like I feel like it was directed and edited uh, in a very... like. Um, just amateurish way where like everything just feels like uh you know when you're playing music for example they talk about how like uh um you know people who are new to playing music uh if you actually like look at it excuse me note by note um uh new players are usually either dragging or playing a little bit fast Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and like the idea being that the longer you play for it, the better you'll be at like being exactly on time. And it's not big; you can't really tell. Yada yada yada. A lot of bands do it. Even bands will frequently play just a little bit faster when they're live. Yeah, because it's just something that happens. You're nervous. You're you're not in the pocket. You just kind of want to get it over with, kind of thing. And it's got that same kind of energy, where just like even dialogue, even the first half, like it just feels like nothing's ever given a second to just be. Yeah. Nobody's ever like walking across the room. There's never a pause in a conversation. It's just thing, 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 thing. And Michael Myers gets the same treatment. Uh, he shows up within the fucking seconds of showing up. He's breaking something, destroying someone, yep. decimating someone. He's brutal. I don't give a fuck about it because it's boring. It's very boring to make Michael Myers brutal, but he's brutal if that's what you wanted to do. Well- no, I, I don't think it is. We'll get to it when we talk about the next movie. But in this one, he's brutal in air quotes, but it's never interesting ever at all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't care about it. It's like, yeah. Like, just the um, way it's done, the way it's shot, exactly what you're saying. Yeah. It's a beat too slow. It's a beat too fast. It's just bad. Um, and just the rest of this movie, Michael Myers kills everybody who's not Brad Dourif and Dr. Loomis and Laurie Strode. Wait, doesn't he squeeze? Head squeeze. He's head squeezes Sam Loomis. Yes. And you think he's dead. But nope, he pops up yeah. and sque- head squeeze him hard enough. And oh, well, there's one thing I want to say about this movie before we go. We can say more things, but I just want to say, here's something else that it doesn't give you. Because in my opinion, it gives it honestly, genuinely gives you nothing that Halloween is supposed to give you. Uh, but here's a really good example of something it doesn't give you. There's never a POV shot. Yeah. So. Yeah. You even of- get some mouth breathing. Yeah, but that doesn't. I feel like that doesn't work at all. You get mouth breathing in all these movies, 
But I feel like the mouth breathing only works in a POV shot. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, is there anything else you want to say to wrap it up? You didn't like the shoot at the end in the head. Oh, it really bothered me. Yeah. Dr. Loomis has his classic revolver. Shoots him a few times, doesn't Just do like anything. Just like McCree. Just like McCree. Um, Isn't that his name? Yeah, but they're changing it. High noon. They're changing it because he's named after some guy who left Blizzard in disgrace because they're all a bunch of sex perverts. What's his new name? I don't know. I don't think they have one yet. Okay. But, yeah, Lori's on top of a passed out Michael Myers and she's like pulling the trigger on the gun and it's empty. And I'm like, it's hey, it's an empty gun. Fucking stop. And then a bullet goes off. And I'm like, hey, not at all how a revolver works. Doesn't just skip a bullet while you're trying to fire it. Doesn't jam, so you can't just be like, ah, nothing's coming out. Yeah. Um, just stupid. And then it's over. You got anything else to say about it? No, this is an F. This is a, a movie that I really hope I never yeah. end up seeing before I die again. Yeah, bad, bad. I movie. think I've seen it like three times. I know I watched it when I was a kid. I know I watched it one time when we lived in Central Line. And now we watched it here. And uh, never grown on me. Never liked it. Just fucking really, a really, really a chore to sit through, in my opinion. Yep. Sucks. Um, and also, I still have some respect for Rob Zombie, though. I do. No, I finished this movie and I was like, Rob <laughs> Zombie should be ashamed of himself. I like uh, Dragula. That's good. Um, and I'll tell you what else I like. Rob Zombie's John Carpenter's Halloween 2. I like this fucking movie. Fucking rips yeah. so hard. It's so much harder than it should. It's my third favorite Halloween movie. Oh my god, Chris. It's I think it's paced very well. Not a good movie. But I love it. Yeah. It rips. It's, I think it's paced very well because the whole time I feel like I'm interested in what's going on. I feel a little bit of tension. And it's just kind of atmospheric. It's quiet a lot. Mm-hmm. There's music, you know, and there's some noise and stuff. But it's uh, it's definitely like it's by no means is it like, like I'm gonna say this next term, uh, I think it's a bit atmospheric kind of and hypnotic, but it's yeah. definitely no it's no Carnival of Souls or like oh yeah yeah it's definitely no like uh, I'll even put like the terror in that you know uh, kind of like uh, category or even like the classic monster movies are a bit I would call them atmospheric horror yeah. rather than being like slashers or something like that. It's not like that. Like you said, it's definitely not a good movie. Uh, but I think it's an even better example of, uh, as you were saying, like it's 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 it reminds me a bit of like what we're saying about Suicide Squad, which is just that like, yeah, this is what I expected personally out of the first one, kind of. Yeah, absolutely. This feels like Rob Zombie was like, okay, I have the characters of Laurie Strode, Michael Myers, and Doctor Loomis. I'm going to just make a movie with these guys. Yeah. And, it, and it's a great example also of why I know that this is technically also a remake, but I'm not going to consider it a remake because it really only remakes the first 10 minutes and then oh, it turns yeah. out to be a dream sequence. Um, this is one of the reasons why, like, you know, I don't really think, like, if you're about to, like, we're about to launch a franchise based on existing intellectual property, your first outing does not have to be Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Yeah. It does not have to do the fucking origin story. You want to know why? Why? Because in 2007, we got a remake of Halloween. Exactly. And in 1978, John Carpenter made a movie that people still watch to this day. We all know that story. So do Rob Zombie's John Carpenter's H2. 
if you're going to make a movie in a franchise? Like, if someone else, for some reason, was going to be tasked with the job of making an Incredible Hulk movie, I don't think they'd have to do... Yeah, he's just the Hulk. Just He's the Hulk. Um, I mean, something I really like about this movie is Michael seeing all these visions of his mom, and she's got this white horse, which has a lot of symbolism attached to it. Absolutely hate the movie starts with literally a quote that says, hey, here's what the symbolism of a white horse means. Yeah, this is the one thing I hate about this movie. Uh, the two thing that I hate about this is, uh, like I said, that one female friend in the group, just that scene or two where she's like explicitly like, juno style kevin smith style like uh maybe we'll maybe i'll show that old fart my yeah. tits again they'll give me coffee for free or whatever and i'm like ugh. Yeah. so those are two things i hate i hate yes exactly what you're talking about where it has the pulp fiction opening yeah that explains yes yeah anyways but this movie starts and what we were saying about the last one where it's like oh we're gonna make michael myers brutal but in the last one he's stabbing people he's grabbing he's brutal in this head. movie this movie is brutal. Brutal, yeah, it's brutal as fuck. There's like some shit cuts, where I'm like, fuck. Yeah, he cuts a dude's head off almost immediately and watching you're like, oh god. Yeah, because you can see oh, all the fuck. sinew and the fucking just all the meats and stuff. You're yeah, like, oh, god. Like, oh god. And then they bring Lori to the hospital oh. and they're like, stitching her up and stuff. And yeah, and her like, hands oh, like all fuck. smashed. And you can see like bone with like little bits of meat yeah, hanging yeah, out. Yeah, it's like, oh. And fuck. they're like pulling her skin as like she's like getting stitched and shit. Yeah. This is a nightmarish movie. Yeah. It's dreamy and atmospheric and brutal and nightmarish. Like, it keeps like swinging back and forth between like the surreal and the real, and I like that a lot. Yeah, and like even scenes that are real. I mean, I think this part was part of a dream. Yeah, it was part of a dream. But she's in the hospital at the beginning, and he comes in, kills the nurse, and she's running through the stairwell, just mm-hmm. like pushing bodies aside that he's killed on the way there. Mm-hmm. That just feels like uh, in the most rob zombie way possible so like with a great assault yeah you're right it feels like a little hypnotic like you're just watching this thing that feels like the same thing for a while Mm -hmm. um and then i kind of that whole scene's unrelenting like for the first 10 minutes you're like fuck 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 yeah and she runs outside and it's raining she runs into buddy and yeah and she's in that house the little guard shack yeah and i fucking am over the moon with michael myers just destroying it to fuck with her just destroying every bit of wall and window like no rush to kill her just once again it's nightmarish yeah unrelenting and in this brutal i think the seven foot tall michael myers really works he's just this unstoppable thing Mm -hmm. um and yeah there's that tv playing that the music video the entire time like every tv yeah but it's so much more tasteful on a side note that's something i forgot to mention about the first one the first one's got some weird needle drops that don't work this one's got a much better handle on its needle drops yes much better handle on it i will say a lot of this movie acting's not great yeah i still hate laurie strode i'm not that worried about it in a horror movie acting's usually not that great though but then, yeah, she she wakes up, dream. She's living with still Brad. Still gets on my nerves, just as Duraf. she gets on your nerves. Yeah, I, I agree with you. She gets on my nerves. She's living with Brad Dourif and his Who's daughter. Just phenomenal. Yeah, a heartthrob. Love him. We Tragic. talked about it. Would have made a great Doctor Loomis in this yeah, movie. Yeah, that would have been that would have been fucking bonkers. Chris read a line from Halloween One that Doctor Loomis says. Doing a shitty impression. Doing a, a bad impression of uh, Brad Dourif. Oh, and yeah. I was like, I got chills. That was great. <laughs> Um, and he's living with, uh, he's living with Brad Dur- She's living with Brad Dourif and her, his daughter, who was in the first movie, turns out she survived. Annie. Fun fact, we didn't mention she's a little girl from the earlier Halloween movies. Yeah, she's Danielle Harris. Um, does an okay job in this. Um, she's, 
Lori's also having these visions that Michael's having. Telekinetic Link, it's kind of yeah. a retread of the fourth, but yeah. uh, just in a much more bearable and interesting way. Yes. Um, he's having visions of his mom and this white horse, and mm-hmm. she wants him. I love it. I also love, I forgot to mention when you first brought it up, I love that he communicates with his mom as his child self. Yes. Again, it's just cool. It's neat. I like yeah. it. It you works can, way better. I, I don't care who loses respect for me by saying that I like this fucking movie. This movie's great. It's yeah. got some cool shit going on. I want to watch it again. Not right now, but like eventually. Yeah. At some point, I would watch this fucker again. It still does have some tacky shit where like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, yeah, like, I mean, even the imagery is a little tacky. It's it's kind of a latte, like a, a mix of uh, just some delicious creamy foam and then like that bitter, bitter coffee where you're like, ooh. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, making yeah. me kind of, ooh, a little bit. Ugh. Um, I think there's a lot of, yeah, like not very tasteful, but still I like looking at shots. Yeah. There's so many shots in the middle of the night and there's one big light coming through a bunch of fog and trees. Mm-hmm. Love it. I'm a sucker yeah. for that shit. I love it every yeah, time. There's so many things in this where like it lights a little fire in me where I'm actually like, wow, this is like, uh, you know, it's doing something and I yeah. feel it and it makes me want to do something like this is neat and interesting and there's something going on here. I like this. There's the B-plot of Dr. Loomis, who has written a second book about what happens in the first movie. Love the Loomis stuff. And everybody's like, hey, man, this is fucking tasteless. And he's like, fuck you. Yeah. And just it just I love that he keeps trying to die on that mound. Yeah, everyone's like, this is tasteless. And it absolutely is. And you see him just being just shitty. He's just bad. He sucks. And some guy tries to shoot him at a book signing. Love that. My daughter died, and it's your fault. Love it. Yeah, I love all that shit. Um because it's great because he's also coming back with like arguments you would give i'm not saying that like i agree with them or that they're even good counterpoints but he just keeps in this shit where he's like he's like if i had survived a fucking shark attack you know would this be any different or like uh yeah. i'm just giving america what they want you know america wants true crime they want gory details i'm giving it to them um and you know this is something i think i've brought up to you before and you just i've, I've seen talked about in horror circles be on podcast be the movie before which is just that kind of thing where it's like what's going on with America's like obsession right now with true crime Mm -hmm. and do the waters get muddier when it's something that happened 30 years ago and there's people still alive from when it happened do the waters get muddier when it was 15 years ago do the waters get muddier when it's something that's happening right now yeah you know because there's definitely something to be said about like an interest in hh holmes in the sense that there's like a hundred years between then and now yeah you know but when it's something like uh bobby the durst it becomes a little more kind of like i don't know if sadistic is the right word but it's just one of those things where it's like you know uh to to a to a degree like you know uh, murderers like hh holmes kind of get that treatment of like being like almost a dexter to a degree not in the sense that they're doing right or wrong but just that sense that like just like jason Voorhees, you might kind of like in a sense there's a weird way where you like root a little bit Mm -hmm. you like hh holmes Anyways, uh, so it's just it's interesting stuff. I, I like I like the just the idea of like tackling that. It's something that I feel like Scream tried to do with Courtney Cox, but it yes. just never really landed. And I think it works so much better here. They also Sue do. Me. It, they also do it with Sydney, and I think like oh yeah, I, in the fourth one, right? Yeah, I think yeah. it works with Sydney because she's like, hey, these are my experiences, and also this is a book about other people who have had traumatic experiences and how mm-hmm. to help combat those and uh, yeah. live your life with them. But, yeah, the big thing about the Dr. Loomis thing is everyone's like, hey, man, this happened 11 months ago. Yeah. And uh, also, on the, I will agree with you that in uh, H20, you like the idea that Laurie Strode 
is pretty well addressed. She's having a hard time, but she's by and large done well. Um, and I feel like that timeline even fits in with where Lori is. It was only 11 months ago, so it's interesting to see her development arrested by this trauma. Yes. And as much as she does annoy the fuck out of me, and I don't like her, and this role, and the way she performs it honestly makes me not even like the actress to a degree. Yeah. Um, I buy it. Yeah. I, I do, and I, I there are genuinely like moments, especially like when she walks past the storefront and sees Loomis's book, Yeah. and she kind of breaks down a little bit, where I'm like, dude, fuck, yeah, here's this guy. That's just getting fat pocket rich. Mm -hmm. And look at her. Yeah. Can't even sleep at night. I will say when she goes in the bookstore from then on is when it breaks down for me. Yeah, it becomes when unbearable. When she finds out, she opens the book and she's like, I'm Bobo. Like yeah. She's the kid. Unbearable. Um, which it was a big problem we had in the first one. I get a lot of scenes of kid Michael being very sweet to his little sister. Yeah. And so I was like, why would he want to kill her? Yes. doesn't make sense. But in this uh -huh. one, he's having the visions of his mom. And she's like, hey, you got to get the whole family together. Oh, I like that, yeah. yeah. That's enough motivation. Again, I'm not saying yeah. it's good. I'm not saying this is a good movie. I'm just saying you're making a horror movie. That's enough motivation. Yes. That's enough. You don't have to go into any more detail. It doesn't have to be any more convoluted. Horror movies can be simple. Yes. And I feel like this is a much... Ah, maybe not. I, guess, I don't know. It just feels like a much more simple movie than the first one feels less busy i guess yeah. I don't know, it just feels like it just goes down a bit smoother it it does it doesn't f i would say this movie feels is busier than the last one yes but it doesn't feel but like it doesn't it. feel it yeah um something i mentioned uh in h2o about him getting to california and that being weird yeah i like in this one there are a lot of shots of just the seven foot monster <laughs> walking through fields and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, he becomes Frankenstein in this yes. kind of sense, or the monster rather, right? You get a few scenes where he, you know, he gets stopped by those guys in the car and they're like, we told you not to come around here yeah. no more. And they fuck him up and then he stands up and he puts the mask on and he kills them. Yeah, and he fucks them up. Which is, yeah, well, again, brutal. I love, yeah. uh, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I like it and I don't like it that when he's stabbing people, He'll like stab him and stab him and stab him, and yeah. around like the seventh or eighth stab, he starts going. Bruh, bruh, bruh. Um, then he eats a dog, which is cool. <laughs> yeah, I do like that. But you get like things will happen with everybody else in the movie, and then you'll just get a transition shot from one scene to another that is him just walking across a field, mm -hmm. and you just get the sense the whole time that he's on his way to Lori. Yeah. Um, a plot point I don't like in this movie where everyone's like. Well, his body disappeared. How do you know he's dead? And everyone's like, nah, he's fucking dead. Yeah. And it's like, mm, Yeah, I don't okay. like how much people try to downplay that as like, eh, so we lost the body. Yeah, that's Ah, uh, what? That, that's insane. You lost the body? I, I don't think this is actually true, but like, I grew up here, and if there's no body, there's no crime. That's the difference between a murder conviction and no murder conviction. Well, a I, body, bro? The body's gone? The body's gone. And also, the ambulance he was in was crashed. Yeah. And one of the guys is missing a head. <laughs> the body isn't just gone. Yeah. So many signs that he escaped. Yes. Um, I forgot about that scene. Uh, yeah, like I say, I like I said, I, I mentioned earlier that I, I'm fine with them being creepy and talking about wanting to fuck a body. Uh, and again, it's like surreal and dreamy and nightmarish so that like they're fucking around. And then he's just like, cow! And the yeah. worst thing possible happens. Yeah. I like it. I'm like, fuck, that's fucked up. And, like, honestly, I love it. It's hard to look at. It's brutal, and it's fucking nightmarish and disgusting. But when he's just sitting there, and he's, like, bleeding out of his mouth, he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, fuck. Because yeah. to me, it doesn't come off as, like, Rob Zombie being Rob Zombie and making people yeah. say fuck a million times. It 
comes off like, yeah, dude, if I broke my leg and like the bone was sticking out, I'd be like, oh, fuck. Oh, and the guy fuck. next to me oh, was just decimated. Fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, that's another thing. He fucking stomps that guy's head and then hangs him with the fucking Halloween lights in the strip club. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's all that strip disgusting strip and but brutal. Real quick, the, the ambulance drivers, when they're having the conversation about fucking dead folk. Yeah. That has pangs of the first movie. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, in the first movie, people would just say shit. And I'm like, yeah. fucking this whatever. This one was contextual. This one was contextual. It and sense. I was like, I am uncomfortable yeah. with this conversation. Yeah. And it's I'm not uncomfortable it's that they're to. saying this just because, like, you, you, I know exactly what you're saying, which is just that thing where it's like, why would that be the thing you said to the milkman this morning? Yeah. But this makes sense because it's like they're in the car. They just saw a kind of hot girl who had died. And, like, they're saying a weird shit. And I'm uncomfortable as fuck. And that guy's one of the guys in the car is uncomfortable, and he kind yeah. of makes a joke after mm-hmm. jam or jelly. And it seems like, a lot more aware, like yeah, like characters would be caught off guard if someone said some shit like that. But in the first movie, like they just all talk as if that's all normal. Yeah, like you were saying, nobody yeah, like talks a like Kevin this. Kevin Smith movie, yeah, yeah, nobody talks like this. Um, and then yeah, there's all that strip club stuff. He I don't doesn't... know why he goes to the strip club. I guess it's because his mom used to work there or whatever. Yes, but I'm fine were... with it because again, whatever. But... I you you were making food or something like that but they show a, a sign on the front of the strip club that has pictures of his mom oh still and it says uh, the whatever room home of michael myers mom oh that's crazy so it makes sense yeah that he would i like go that there. it reminds me a lot of like in uh friday the 13th part nine jason goes to hell i love that the little town around the camp is started to embrace it the way that like yeah. uh the area nevada around area 51 embraces it and they're like they're like cutting eye holes and sweat holes into like burger patties and making jason burgers <laughs> after funny. like the hockey mask and yeah. stuff yeah um i like i like when he runs into the guys in the car and they beat him up and then he puts the mask on and he mm-hmm. starts stabbing them i really don't like at the strip club he had the whole two minutes he's talking to this guy outside or the guy's talking to him yeah and he doesn't have a mask on and you can see his face mm-hmm. very strange to me side note i love it's a really good funny moment in my opinion when they're watching uh, the, the owner of the strip club's watching himself on tv just as frankenstein and he's like laughing with the stripper that he likes and then there's this tall fucker who yeah and he just starts going like oh yeah man yeah 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 Sad, sideways you know you're fucking yeah you, you, you're two feet way up in the goddamn gold teeth that's yeah yeah and the guy's like, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Go take out the trash. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very funny. Yeah. Uh, I like that guy. He might be my favorite guy in the movie. Favorite guy in the movie for sure. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Michael Myers comes up and stomps his face in, mm-hmm. which is always brutal whenever you see it in any movie. Uh, and then he goes in and fucks the two people up inside. Uh smashes the stripper's head into the wall a thousand times which is also very brutal oh 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 i just remembered one of your least favorite scenes in h1 kills the dad yeah grabs the mom and shows her a picture of Lori. oh he's trying to shake her down for info like a detective yeah, and the mom's like i don't know what this means yeah yeah God. um bad on a side note, like real quick, it just one of the I guess the highest bits of praise that I can give this movie is it just feels like I'm watching, you know, just like a a a, a shitty B horror movie that I love for this reason and this reason from yeah, the exactly. 80s or 90s exactly. or something. Yeah. You know, just it doesn't feel like no disrespect. I've never seen the movie, but like you know, just like when you see a movie like Don't Breathe, Breathe, where you're like, yeah, this is good, but it just doesn't have any charm. Yeah, yeah. This has charm. That's, yeah. I'm charmed yes. by this. Yeah, so much so. Yeah. Um, I really like 
um, in this movie. I feel like in all the other ones we watch, it always feels like a stretch that he's got a mechanics jumpsuit on. Mm-hmm. I like in this one, he's got it on at the beginning in the dream sequence. Mm-hmm. But then for the rest of this, he's wearing just a, he's dressed like a homeless person. Yeah. Like just his big ratty jacket, but he still has a mask mm-hmm. on. I think it's a good look for him. I'm sure it is to some degree, but I, I genuinely think this movie has the ability to, and I really hope it does become kind of like a cult movie. Yeah. Because this is a cult that I would join. Yeah. The cult of like, hey, it's actually pretty enjoyable. Yeah. You know? Um, There's another fucking barn party. Yeah, I hate that with a burning yeah. passion. We talked about that. It's something that's a cliche in movies that I just fucking hate. Um, the one that I guess I'll give is like the Stabathon or whatever and like uh, Scream 4. That's fine because it's like, oh, we're going to get together. And we're going to watch all the movies. It's a big movie marathon. But in general, I'm just not a big fan of like, hey, are we going to that party tonight? And then it cuts yeah. to it, and suddenly like, fucking Motley Crue is playing, and there's like arena, like actual concert quality like lights yeah. happening, and everybody's wearing a costume that for sure each character, like the production company, spent thousands of dollars on their mm-hmm. costume. And it's just one of those things where it's like, I have never and will never go to a party of this quality because they don't exist and if they do then it exists on a man-made ring outside of the planet called elysium where the rich people (laughs) get to live cancer free because you know when are you ever gonna go to a party where someone spent 15 grand on their shit yeah exactly you know and fucking uh, social distortions playing i've never been to a halloween party where more than half the people were dressed up in any yeah yeah it's very funny yeah yeah um so anyways, that shit is all dog shit. But then I, I do love the nasty mouth girl who, like I said, I had a problem with. Uh, no, but she's really cool towards the, for the rest of the movie. Uh, other than her intro scene, I really don't think there was a point where she bothered me. But I love the scene where like she's having sex with the wolf man kid. And she's like, hey, buddy, let's get it on. And he's like, oh, 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 okay, but first I got to take a fat piss. And then they get brutalized. And like that's all well and good. And there's a lot of weird little stuff. Not a lot. It happens a couple of times. I like some of the weird surreal shots where like, He's, like, stabbing the fuck out of her in the van or whatever, and then it just, like, jump cuts to, like, her just laying there, and he's gone Yeah. before transitioning. Like, there's all this shit where, like, Michael fades in and out almost in a way where it's, like, I don't think it's trying to at all, literally, but, like, it's almost as if it's, like, trying to do the thing where it's, like, what if he's just a figment of imagination? Kind of like he just, like, whispers, like, whispers in and out like a shadow. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, and then he, good. from the party, he follows him back to Brad Dourif's house. Yeah. Uh, he's at Brad Dourif's house. He goes to kill um, Jamie, the actress who played Jamie from the last movie. And they do something like what you were saying with the jump cuts. It is something that I've never seen and liked except for this movie. <laughs> yeah. She sees him in the bathroom and mm-hmm. she turns and she runs and it's slow-mo. Mm-hmm. But it is that slow-mo that is filmed Choppy? at normal speed. Oh, okay. And then they slow it down, so like there's frames missing. So yeah, oh, it's, it's choppy. choppy, and it never looks good. I totally buy it here. Yeah. For some reason, I really again. Liked I that. think night- nightmarish because like in nightmares, you can never fucking get it going. Yeah. You can't yeah, yeah. fucking get it going. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then he just stabs the fucking shit out of her. Yeah, and the fucking house is covered in blood, and Brad Dourif shows up, and I feel like honestly, I want Brad Dourif to swing for the fences a bit more when he actually finds his daughter dead yeah. like that. It's I really, fine. I like especially later when he's like, "You should drive." I can't drive. Yeah, right no, now. I like I like I, I, I like Brad Dourif in all of this. I so like, do I. I just I really dude. 
It is very subdued. He, yeah, he sees. I like they have to carry him away when the she sees his daughter. But like I said, I just wish there was a little bit of like a. Like he was making noises or just something. Like I I know what Brad Dourif can do to agree. So like, there's just like. I like to believe that this was Brad Dourif's choice. Okay. I I like he sees his daughter and he's kind of like falling. They have to like pick him up Mm -hmm. and carry him, but he's like still trying to walk and he's still trying to keep it together. Yeah. And like when the other cop comes out and he's like, they're in a barn. Mm -hmm. We know where they are. We, he's like, yeah, they're in this barn, and he's got her hostage here. Yeah. And Brad Dourif goes, okay. He goes, you want to go? And he goes, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should drive. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they get to the barn. He says she says that there was a witness, which is again like just a little detail that, in my opinion, just like would be cheesy in a movie, but like all of these weird little jumps and logic like feel like dream logic yeah like where would there have been a witness but they that's what they say they, she, he says there was a witness and she says she saw a seven foot tall man carrying a woman into the barn yeah okay yeah there's a barn a little ways up from where yeah, the crash she, happens she runs away and yeah there's the crash yeah she finds a guy and okay yeah and then he carries sam loomis sees it on tv he's there in 30 seconds flat before this though okay sorry <laughs> we missed the most crucial part of this movie didn't know that because I don't remember it. What is it? Dr. Loomis goes on a talk show with Weird Al. Oh, and Chris Hardwick. And Chris Hardwick. Yeah. Uh, Weird Al is in a lot of this movie. Yeah. Um, And that's the last straw for Dr. Loomis. He's like, yeah. I'm fucking up. I'm hanging out with Weird Al. This is bad. Yeah. Um, And then he sees it on TV. Is there in 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all surrounded around this barn. He's in there with her. Um, I don't know if this happens like later, like when Loomis gets in the barn. But there's that dream sequence with him as a little kid yeah. and Lori, like they're having the same dream at the same time. And like, it's like the last supper, but everywhere there has like pumpkin and like, Oh yeah. I love that that shit. Yeah. There's the skeleton stretched out like Jesus with the Michael Myers mask Mm -hmm. on. And it all feels almost, almost, almost bad. Yeah. But it somehow it escapes it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes me think immediately about how much better that little vignette does uh at like tying michael myers to like mythological halloween than any other halloween sequel i've ever seen yeah yeah. um yeah that shit and then like his mom and like all the dream sequences yeah just becomes this like this is really genuinely the most i've seen michael mythologized yeah you know it's just it's great i love it so let's talk about both endings real quick and then i'm gonna ask you a question in the theatrical ending Loomis gets head squished, killed, or whatever, and then Brad Dourif shoots him. Yeah, in the neck a couple times, he falls into like some rakes and shit. Yes, and then she like touches him a little bit, stabs him some, takes his mask off, and walks out with the mask on. With the mask on, and then she is inside of a white room. My favorite part of this ending. Yes, she's in the white room and the horse, horse and the uh, woman come up, and it's like this big, like dreamlike hallway. Yeah, and she's in an insane asylum or something. But she comes out with the mask on, and she drops to her knees, and it's slow mo, and the cops start kind of rushing toward her, and then it cuts to the white room. But when she drops to her knees, it goes, dun, 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 dun. it's the first time you get yes. Halloween music in the yeah, movie. me and you right both went, oh, it's so look. good. Yeah, I love it. You know what's even better than that? In the director's <laughs> version, that theme didn't play the whole movie. Yeah, but I like it better in this. Okay, fine. Anyways, in the director version, the director's cut. What happens exactly is it? 
Um, Michael kills Loomis. He goes to do the head squish, and they pop out of the side of the barn. Michael rips off his own mask. Uh-huh. You see his full face. Yeah. And he goes, die! Insane As, thing for him to say after yes. like 15 or 20 years. Stabs Loomis. Yeah. The cops shoot him and Loomis to death. Uh-huh. They fall on the ground. She comes out of the barn, picks up the knife. Loomis isn't dead. I lied. Picks up the knife, starts walking to Loomis because she's still in that, like, trancey kind mm-hmm. of thing. And the cops just fill her full of bullets. Yeah. And they're all laying on the and ground. cut to dream sequence. And then they cut to her in the hospital. Or the and? Insane asylum. And we get Love a cut. Hurts. I can't believe we didn't mention it. In the first movie, they play Love Hurts and me and Chris. And like, it blew my mind, yeah. What the fuck? And so throughout I that, kept Triple Dog Darren, Rob Zombie. Yeah, throughout both of these movies, every like something would happen and one of us would start singing. <laughs> and it's insane to me that the second yeah. one almost ended with it. Yeah. No, that's obviously got some great cult camp appeal for sure. But legitimately, which one do you prefer? I prefer the the actual ending, not the... Not yeah, the, I think so. I think I do too. I hate all the, the... I think I really do. I hate him taking off the mask. I hate him saying die. Yeah. Uh, that stuff really drags down the stuff that I like. The stuff that I like about that one is that she dies... Yeah, I really like that she dies in the director's cut, and I really like the the love hurts. I'm not gonna lie to you. I like it in a tongue in cheek way, where yes. it's like one of those things where like I feel like there's no way you drop that a second time without being self aware enough to know that the first drop was weird. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> That's why I like it. So I like that, and I like her dying because I was like, this movie better end with Laurie dying. Mm-hmm. But I like the actual version better. Yes. I think the, the, the needle drop of the theme song yes. is great. Yes. Um, would have been cool if she died, I guess. Yeah. But I do like, as much as I didn't, as, as much as I don't like it aesthetically and seeing it, her with the mask on, I do like that they, it kind of feels like they're building throughout this whole movie that she is also losing her fucking mind. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. She's oh yeah. On a side note, I love that when Loomis enters the barn, she's like, "He's holding me down," and Loomis is like, "Oh yeah, yeah. nothing is holding you down." And yeah. for a split second, really, just a little bit of time, you actually see her being held down by nobody. Yeah, because for the rest of it, she's being held by like baby Michael. Yeah, in a clown costume. Also, big props to this movie. They got a different kid. <laughs> yeah, I like this kid more. Yeah. Overall, this is a C plus. Yeah. It earned that C+. I'm giving it a C+, because I could not in good conscience give it anything else, I don't think. And plus C for camp, for cult. It's a yeah. cult classic. It's a C movie. And I love it dearly. Just because it got a C doesn't mean it's fucking a bad movie. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot. I like this movie a lot. I'm giving this movie a B-. I really, nice. really, really, really like yeah. this movie. Yeah. No, I, I really did like this movie. And I feel kid. like I had to give it a C because I, I really genuinely think it has the ability to become, and I really hope it does, an actual cult movie. I really hope yes. it does. Again. I know Trick or Treat has become one. That's 2006. I know Krampus by the same director has become one. I want to see both of those films. My family has always watched Krampus on Halloween Day together. Yeah. I've always not partaken because I was always like, ugh. You know, like, ah, I feel like that's a movie that's like trying so hard to be a cult mm. movie. I got some interest now. Yeah. I want to see Krampus, uh, but I, I bring both those movies up because I know that they're like modern examples of movies that are already starting up a little cult. Yeah, they're little cult movies. Um, I would like this movie to be a cult movie. Do it, God. Do your know, thing. I don't know what you might be saying, listener. Nick, you're giving Rob Zombies, John Carpenter's Halloween Two, a B minus. Like I've said before in this podcast. Yeah. 
all these other movies just stomped my brain into goo. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say maybe the best way to watch this movie is to watch all the other Halloweens yeah. before it. Well, actually. Except for one. Yeah, you know what definitely it is? skip the first one. It's one of those rocks you find as a kid that you break open and it's real pretty inside. Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, but those things are just, it's as common as dirt. It's <laughs> worth nothing. But as a kid, you're like, yeah, but look how cool it looks. And I hope I'm a kid forever. Yeah. Ugh. So, hey. Wow. Get out there. Yeah, guess what? This is the first movie in a while that I'm going to say I actually recommend this. Yeah. In the sense that, like, what other movie we talked about that hasn't been recommended by everybody ever? Like, when we like a movie and we're like, yeah, In Bruges, you should see it. Like, yeah, well, that's what most people who see In Bruges say. Yeah. You should see Halloween, too. I'm going to be one of the few voices you- out there on the internet that says you should see Halloween, too. Do you think you should watch Halloween? Nope. Don't have to. <laughs> I seriously don't think you have to. I... I, it might enhance it in the sense that, like, when you see that garbage, it might lower your expectations so much that you're ready to experience it. Yeah, maybe you have to. That's what I'm I thinking. think you have yeah. to. Yeah, you yeah, kind of yeah. have to. You, ha- you gotta. Cause, yeah. Because I think you might get exactly what me and you did right yeah. off the bat. You're like, oh, fuck, Rob Zombie's just going for it in this one. Yeah. Yeah, I you have to. It's required viewing. It's not good. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, this is a dish best served immediately after another dish. You have to two-course this If you're If your kid situation. keeps coming home from school with papers that have big fat Fs on them, <laughs> and they come home with a C, you'll be like, you're like all right, oh, man, hell yeah. 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 <laughs> well, 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 well. Well, well, well. Wow, I can't believe it. I can't believe that there was another decent halloween movie in that in i that, can't believe in that, that, in that rob lineup. zombies halloween 2 is my third favorite halloween god i can't wait i would like to I honestly i would like to meet rob zombie at this point <laughs> and just be like hey Shake listen i saw that second one that's what you should be doing Kicked ass, bud. i know it probably didn't make you money i know the credits probably hated it no i didn't see devil's rejects no sorry i didn't see lords of salem if i'm being honest robert can i call you rob <laughs> i'm not I'm not going to see him. Yeah. But Halloween 2. Halloween 2 ripped. Oh, boy. That was a ripper. That goes down. In the, yeah. In the history books as a ripper. Got to watch Halloween 2018. Halloween 2018. And Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills is happening on Saturday for me. I don't know when it's going to happen for me. I might go see it. I might go see it by myself after work on Saturday. Nice. We'll see. Nice. We'll see. Maybe we'll be watching around the same time. But for now... That's that mattress, man. If you need more soup, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or go to our website, eatingsoupalone.com. And until next time...